0: The cat sat on the We'll be right back. Should the government compensate residents who live in Alice Springs? That's what was put forward last night at a community meeting in the town with one business owner calling for a class action against the NT government over the surge in alcohol-fuelled violence and property crime in town. Thousands of residents were at that meeting, which was organised by Garth Thompson, a lifelong Alice resident who owns a motorcycle store in the town. He says Alice Springs residents and businesses should be compensated to the tune of one and a half Billion dollars. Garth Thompson, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, I appreciate the time.
0: Before we get to the responses to the meeting, tell me about this $1.5 billion figure. How did you come to that number?
1: Yeah, that's always the highlight of everyone at the moment, especially the ABC, unfortunately. Look, we've got, uh, going by the last census, nearly 12,000 rate paying addresses in Alice Springs. Um, we're losing businesses, but we've got around 2,000 registered businesses plus then we've got our local sporting groups, community groups and organisations as such. So we basically put together a number of 15,000 points of compensation at a value of $100,000 per point. Now that's not for the homeowners, as such, it's more for the occupants of the home. Now the territory government set the precedent in paying uh, compensation, they paid $30,000 per head to nearly 1,200 criminals that were in the detention centre for how they were apparently mistreated. So the government itself has set the benchmark on paying compensation for victims. We as as locals have lived in this town, and the la- it's not just an instant spiral in the last six months that's, that's gaining attention or anything like that. We've been dealing with this for a really, really long time. It's a ridiculously long time. But the last three to four years, it's escalated to a point that it is ridiculous it's not all about us as homeowners or business owners or anything like that the kids on the street don't get the welfare that they need or deserve or should have like any other kid in australia has the government are failing there they're failing us in their judicial system and the the fact that they don't enforce the laws the bail system is an absolute joke kids can be bailed up to 15 times for 15 different offenses and still have no no control measures put in place to restrict them. Territory families are not capable of looking after the children on the streets here in town. They're not able to, to put them first. They look at them as being Aboriginal before they look at them as, as being a kid that needs, needs welfare and care. There are so many different avenues that we're being let down by our government that it's just disgusting.
0: So just to clarify, you're calling for compensation for residents and businesses from the NT government because the NT government, quote, set the benchmark when it gave compensation to the criminals that were in the Dondale Detention Centre for how they were mistreated. Is that a fair comparison to make in these circumstances?
1: Absolutely, because we're victims. We're not the criminals or the perpetrators, at the um, end of the day we're to save our town and that was what we came together to do last night was to start that process
0: but i'm pretty this sure that
1: front... no no hang on a sec you've asked a question and i'll answer that for you go so, ahead no well, I'm, I'm being serious i've seen how the abc portrayed this this morning and it was absolutely disgusting we have an open forum for everyone that was there was available to do it the influence from people to come together now as an open group has come from every different avenue in Alice Springs and Central Australia. There was a very small few people that wanted to argue the fact that I don't even think they realise what they're trying to argue against because all I was asking for was for us as a local community to put a core group of people that are concerned enough together to come together and start a process of working forward from now.
0: We'll get to the process in a second, but you're comparing yourselves to children or young people who were detained at Don Dale, who were granted compensation after it was found that they were subjected to appalling treatment, which included excessive force, handcuffing, strip searching, searching, isolation in cells. Former teenage detainees say they were assaulted and abused. And you're saying that your compensation should be Pegged at that level. In fact, well above that level. Level, I don't think these are. I'm not
1: asking for compensation per head. I'm asking for compensation per address. So I'm talking about a family unit. Now, have you ever woken up with someone in your bedroom with a machete at your throat? Because residents here do. Answer that one for me honestly.
0: No one is disputing the crime
1: wave, but I'm. Well, you've just. You've just brought up these other issues, and you're trying to to change the story from what our baseline was. no, I'm just trying to establish why on.
0: you see there's a comparison between young people in detention being mistreated by the system to the point where there are extensive state inquiries, allegations of serious assault and abuse and and that matters any of
1: us are dealing with that?
0: No, 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 I'm saying that <laughs> they are separate
1: issues. And no, it's not a separate issue. That was the benchmark. They are happy to pay. They are detained.
0: They do not have any choice about being there. And the government, while they are in custody, the government is responsible the moment, for them and don't they were mistreated. have no
1: choice about being here in town because it's not easy to just pack up your shop or your family and leave. We have no choice but to live here if we're already committed and entrenched here. This is our home. This is where we live. This is what we deal with every day of the week. This is not a racial issue. And you're trying to portray it in the wrong manner.
0: Did you have you any Indigenous people problems. speaking at your meeting last
1: night? We had eight traditional owners of the Arunta land come and speak with us, and they've put their name to be a part of the group that's part of us to move forward.
0: Did they speak at the meeting, though?
1: No. And why not? Because I organised this meeting off my own back. I'm not into, I wasn't there to front a group or to do anything else like that. It was simply, this is how good Alice Springs can be. But it's we a meeting about the mind.
0: violent crime in Alice Springs. You didn't think to invite any Indigenous
1: First Nations people to speak? I invited the entire town. That's why we got 3,000 people there to support it. Some people... I are... think you really need to look into my background, my wife's background, my family's background, before you want to try and bring racial discrimination into this because you're making a fool of yourself.
0: OK. Some people have said that there was a distinct current of white supremacy at the meeting last <laughs> night. What do you say to that?
1: There were some disgusting people that walked in calling retired women white supremacists because they were there helping sign people in. They approached the meeting with that. That particular group also had four of the Arlington women that came and signed up, told them to leave, that they weren't welcome, they weren't there to promote them or to represent them. They were disgusted by them. And that's who you people have tried to promote this morning as being the ones that are coming out of this with a story.
0: Do you think that Alice Springs is now a town so divided that putting bars on windows, security cameras, that's the only way forward here, that you cannot unwind
1: this situation? That's exactly what we're trying to do now. We are trying to come together to form a a movement to go forward and save our town. And by
0: saving, you mean extra security? No, I haven't mentioned extra security at all. Oh, well, that's just what I asked you about, bars and windows and security cameras and so on. We
1: shouldn't have to live like that. Why should we? That's what I'm saying. This is where we're all victims.
0: So you want uh, to launch a class action against the NT government. Um, first of all, is that the way to go here? Because at the end of the day, it's your government. So that is your money that you would be compensated with in the event of a win as a taxpayer of the Northern Territory.
1: We need to be able to revitalise our own economy, our own town ourselves. They're not going to do it. The government is not capable of moving forward in a proactive way to save Alice Springs. You walk through town and there is more shut down, empty business premises than there is open. So The you, town is going flat out backwards. You and would, it's not a racial problem. It's not an anything problem. It's a governance problem. It's a neglect issue. And it covers everybody in this town, regardless of their background.
0: And what would that money be used for to revitalise the economy? Is that
1: Right. Well, we're going to have to do that ourselves. Yes. One I'm... of the first people to get in touch with me was a retired woman who's been here for 54 years. She wanted to be a part of it but said she didn't have any funds to bring to the table because she spent most of her superannuation money trying to secure her house because she didn't feel safe. Is that fair?
0: I believe you, You, in fact, uh, told that story at the meeting last night. That This doesn't... Revitalising the economy, though, it doesn't address the root cause of the problem... No, but wouldn't your
1: focus has been on the money side of it, and that's why we're discussing that because yeah, if you'll let pushing. me
0: finish my question, wouldn't <laughs> avoiding <laughs> wouldn't awarding you compensation divert the fund the funds needed to address the root cause of the problem instead in payments to residents and businesses?
1: There is quite a few different avenues that need to be dealt with. The whole background to our meeting last night was non-political non-aggressive, non-confrontational, non-anything, apart from a small group that came in there with that in their mind already, we formulated a group of people to move forward that love our town, that see the town needs help, and can bring a change to it. We will then move forward in our actions there. The government need to look into their control measures over territory families as a critical point. There's huge amounts of things that need to be looked into. But all you're focused on is the money and a very, very small group of people that went there angry without even knowing what the meeting was about. They got their opportunity. I asked them to come up and speak after they were using foul language, yell and swear and carrying on in the middle of a speech. I gave them the opportunity to come up and step up on stage and talk. They didn't take the opportunity.
0: So can you tell me what measures uh, you think (laughs) are necessary to tackle the root cause of the problem?
1: We've started the process by getting everyone together last night. What we set out to achieve, we've achieved. We as a town of locals from all different backgrounds came together and we've started the process.
0: But what what measures do you think are necessary? If property That's not crime for instance to say right now. violent crime do you have any ideas?
1: Of course I do, but it's not my my point to say that at the moment. What we set out to achieve, we did. We will as a town move forward. All right, interviews but, like this are not productive or helpful or positive for anything.
0: Well, I'm You're just interested.
1: More than anyone.
0: No, I'm interested because you've uh, outlined one very specific measure which is the class action with a, a dollar figure on it, but you haven't outlined what you think needs to be done to tackle the issues within society themselves, and I'm wondering if you have any plans on that score.
1: Of course we have plans on that. But our initial plan and what we've been successful in arranging and doing and the start to our process is what we completed last night. And due to your attitude and the approach of ABC, that's all you're getting from me.
0: Well, I do want to play you what the Prime Minister said. Reflecting on what's unfolding in Alice Springs, Anthony Albanese says governments have long missed the opportunity to listen to Indigenous leaders and deliver better policies. He also says that a community first approach is the only way forward. Let's take a listen.
1: All governments could have done better over a long period of time. The truth is that many of these issues are intergenerational. They're not things that have come about in a day or a week or a month or a year. Uh, They go over generations. And that is why we need to listen to communities about what their needs are.
0: So he's talking there about complex intergenerational
1: problems. Oh, but exactly what he's just said. You need to listen to the communities. Our government doesn't listen to us. So his advice there should be taken on board by our government because that's exactly what we're saying needs to happen.
0: Mm. But what about uh, allegations that you're not listening to people when you have town hall meetings about the dollar figure needed to be handed out to those in Alice Springs, but, you know, that doesn't deal with complex intergenerational trauma?
1: Listen, at the end of the day, I am a single person in a town with no backing of any financial area or... Political area or know anything. Our town is such a strong, core based, local based people. It's just one person stood up and said, We need to make this happen, and 3,000 people showed up, more than 10% of our population. Does that not tell you in figures that we have a problem that people want to see changed?
0: Indeed, it does. So I'm wondering what ideas so you have. You're
1: trying to make me sound like a fool then.
0: Uh, they're your words, not mine,
1: Mr Thompson, but... Um... Oh, exactly, but you're the one that's betraying this. You're the one that's pushing me to this extent, all because some little greeny leftist wanted to carry on last night and didn't have the guts in him to stand up and speak in front of those people. We're he one... wanted to abuse these women. He wanted to abuse the Arrind women that he was supposedly representing.
0: All right. We're one day away, just finally, from a decision on whether the government will reimpose blanket alcohol bans. Would you support the introduction, the reintroduction of such a ban?
1: I have no comment on the alcohol issue because that's not what any of my story is about.
0: But that is one proposed solution. You have no thoughts on that either way?
1: It's a band-aid. It's not going to change anything because most of our problem drinking and the issues that surround the younger people in town with alcohol, they're not old enough to go and buy it. They go and steal it. You stop the sale of it and they're providing it easily, that just entices more break-ins to people's homes.
0: Garth Thompson, we will have to leave it there. Thank you for joining
1: us. Thank you.